I'm Drew. I'm James. And we're going to talk about everything. Everything? Everything. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Drew and James Talk About Everything, the show where we talk about everything and anything. This is a no-holds-barred conversation about life in general, about any topic that you can think of, and about any story that comes to our mind through a stream of consciousness. That's pretty much it. Um, And we never know, unlike the other podcasts where we had topics, we just press play and we go. It's just like having a conversation with your best friend. So join us, won't you? So I don't really have any like stories or things, but I do have a weird situation that happened today. Okay. Actually, it's not really a weird situation. It's just kind of something that happened. Um, So today, I was just sitting home upstairs. Uh, It was a beautiful sunny day, but now it's not. It's raining cats and dogs. Oh, yeah. Same Um, here. Totally ruined my afternoon, evening walk plans. I believe it's that storm system that's coming up to us right now. (laughs) Fantastic. You're welcome. (laughs) And my wife and I are sitting there, and she said, oh, look, the mail truck came. I said, great. So we looked outside, and... The mail truck sat at our mailbox for over three minutes. Oh. And we saw it was almost comical. The mail truck guy was like, it was like a, a storm of Amazon boxes being thrown around <laughs> inside the visible cab of the mail truck. Okay. And were these your boxes or was he just organizing for someone else? I honestly, it looked like a tornado because there were things being thrown against the window. Like it was insane like all of these boxes all of these like packages and deliveries and whatever and afterwards we're like man were were we expecting anything we're like not really so why is he sitting there for so long and afterwards i said okay i'm gonna go check the mail i walk out to the mailbox nothing nothing Nothing. maybe that's what he was so shocked that there was nothing to give you or maybe are you sure you didn't have like a game boy in there I, I don't, I, we weren't expecting anything and we were, I was so confused and still baffled as to why he sat there for so long. Like sorting your mail is one thing, but like, why would you do that in front of someone's bed? And like our mailbox is one of those that is across the road from our house. So we have to like cross the street. So he was in the middle of the lane and just Hmm. sat there. So that made me start thinking about like those, <laughs> those funny videos that people have made about like the differences in package delivery systems, you know, I, like I they don't know say, if I've seen those. Okay. What so there's, <laughs> there's ones based on uh, and you can, and like weigh in with your experience with package delivery. So there's ones that are like, who is it? Like Amazon, Amazon will like, uh, they'll bring the package and they'll like set it gingerly down at your door. They'll ring your doorbell. They'll like primp your house plants that sit next to the door. <laughs> they might like maybe wash your window and then like go back to, you know, their car. And then what is it? Uh, UPS like throws your package against the door, kicks your door. And then, uh, mm-hmm. maybe like, I don't know, He's throws on a, it. or like <laughs> throws a candy wrapper on, the, on the, right. uh, and then like walks away and then 
what is it, FedEx? FedEx, like, takes a battering ram, hits your door, yeah, like, pees on the ground, mm-hmm. like, screams at the top of their lungs, and then, like, stabs you, and then runs away. <laughs> right. Like, or right. stomps on your package, like, that kind of well, thing. But that just made me think about that, because it was kind of humorous. Also, I'm turning the- myself down because I think I'm way too loud. Oh, okay. Sorry. The Amazon people, they also take a picture of... Uh, of the package. So after they gingerly place it against your door, at least for me, they, they take a picture. And so when I get the message that says your package was delivered, it shows a picture of it at my door. That's really fancy. I have uh, never had that capability. So, yeah. Well, I just got a package recently that I think they would have a hard time uh, chucking it because it was four chairs for a deck and it was really heavy. And so also, trying to imagine them, like, you know those World's Strongest Man competitions where they have to pick up those giant boulders and they, like, support them. You lift with your legs and right. support with your chest and they're, like, <laughs> lumbering around. That's what I kind right. of envisioned as they waddled up to my door. I mean, uh, and you also just got some appliances delivered. So, like, how would that work? What if what if there was no dolly that day? I know, What right? if it was just, like, a guy and he looks at the back of his, you know... <laughs> He looks at the back of his truck and is like, <laughs> and there's a crap. washing machine. Yeah, and he's like, crap. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh no, oh, what a what a day this has been. You know, um, that's okay, when you just remember to lift uh, with your back, with your back, not you your straighten legs. up as fast as you can. Twist and shout, yes. <laughs> twist and shout. Um, <laughs> that makes me think. So let's think of the like the major mail carrier provider. So there's like. Uh, I mean, Amazon's not one. But well, Amazon... actually, now they are. They oh, have their own fleet. Oh, that's so true. You, You're right. Have you seen the Amazon trucks going around? They're I, like I have. Cargo vans. They are like, yeah, I, you're right. I forgot Amazon's taking over the world. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so we'll say Amazon, like, okay, USPS, fine. Mm-hmm. Th- those people. Um, Until they run out of money. <laughs> Sad day. Uh, oh. um, FedEx and UPS. Okay. Right. Given... And then DHL is another one. They're I don't know DHL. Standard. I don't know okay. DHL. Uh, and this is all just ones in the states. We don't have like right. What the the king's the queen's mail? The queen's mail is that like <laughs> delivered know. by Buckingham the... Palace guards? Like what is yep, that? Yep. Yep. And there's also the uh, the Pony Express. Don't forget them. Is that uh delivered by uh those those carrier pigeons that we were talking about last time? Uh. I don't know what kind of pony is a pigeon, but that is a separate service, I think. Yes, oh, okay. the carrier pigeons. The they U- carry tweets. United, That's all the they United States Pigeon Service. No, no, yeah. no. We're not talking about the pigeons. We're talking about the actual post orders. Okay, so those. Okay. let's just limit it to those four, because I don't know any other ones because I'm naive. So we'll limit it to those four. Okay, in a fight, who would win? What would be the pros and cons of each one, and what would be their characteristics and fighting style? Oh, uh, easy. Easy. This is easy. It's USPS. They're the most battle scarred. Uh, they drive trucks that are what fifty years old. <laughs> so if they're able to drive this lumbering thing made during the last major war, um, I think they're you know <laughs> during the last major world. So my war. time my timeline's a little <laughs> off, but you know <laughs> we'll assume. Uh, I think they're able to hold their own because they at the end of the day they don't care. I was about they're to say, not going to wait for you. Yeah, they're like not going to put up anything. No, their personality is like to be a United States postal worker. You must. Let's think of the characteristics. 
and this is not true for all of them, but I think it's true for most and many times that I have walked into a mail center, which or like a post office, mm-hmm. which is like the worst experience. Oh, well, would... the the desk clerks. I mean, they're different than the delivery drivers, but yeah, That's true. I, we can generalize because okay. we're already generalizing. It's true. So, how, and because this conversation has no, no purpose. Okay, so how? Okay, how are they? How are they just so mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand why the people that need to work with like the general public the most are always like the most impatient, the most. See, it's not that they're mean. It's okay. that we feel they're mean because they're so disassociated with everything else that's going on. They just don't care. They, you, just they will go their pace and you will deal with it because what other choice do you have? How it's true. They are the sloths from Zootopia. It's very yes. true. So how, okay, here's my other problem with the mail system. How is it that this is a system that we all need to have to use, but like barely anyone actually knows how to use? Because tell me you've not been like you when mean? you were younger, when you walked in and they ask you the most confusing series of questions that you could ever know, like when you get up to the counter, like, okay, when would you like this to arrive? It's cheaper if it arrives tomorrow, but it's more expensive if it arrives three weeks from now. Which would mm-hmm. you like? And you're like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Which envelope would you want? This brown one? The brown one with the stars costs more with the brown one with the ponies. Which one would you like? <laughs> I don't know. Would you like to seal this with spit or with tape? One costs more. Mm. I'm not going to tell you which one until I finish the conversation. I don't know. Right? <laughs> it's so... It's so... There are so many intricate parts to the mail system that I... I it's... I, I feel like no one really understands it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's easy to get mad at them too, but if you think about it... I actually don't know what a first class stamp costs these days. Is it like fifty five cents, sixty? Again, we'll you're say a- it's. You're asking like I know and mail things. <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't mail things. Anyway, it's less than a dollar. So uh, we get we throw our arms up and get all upset that our letter that costs us sixty cents to send across the country. Like we're we're paying for someone to hand deliver it to trucks that goes to airports that goes on planes which has the fuel which. We'll just say there's like a flight attendant on that plane. I don't know what they do, but we'll just say there is one. Has to pay their salary to go to send your letter within a week for only like 55 cents. Wait, you... Okay, so we're we're assuming that stewardesses on postal flights are yeah. paid by our stamp charges? Yeah, that's, that's how it works. The, wow. I Okay, this is confirming. I really don't know how USPS because works. Because otherwise... Uh, and their meal stipend, you know what they call them? No. Food stamps. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would, okay. I agree with that. Now, how many, okay, how many other workers are paid by our stamp costs? Um, you said our steward, the stewardess is on place. Well, what other of the most menial jobs are paid by stamp costs? Uh, I I don't know what what angle are you going here. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, think about it. If you can pay the person that helps the pilot, who mm-hmm. oh well, let's wait. Oh, are okay. We assuming oh, that okay. A, I got it. I got it. Are we assuming that there's a pilot on that plane? Because I'm feeling like it's, it, I'm feeling like that's just autopiloted the entire time. There can't that, be maybe. people driving that plane. Maybe. Wait, are there stewardesses on like mail trucks? 
Should there be? Um, they should, and they should be selling ice cream out of the back. Especially for all the people who, like, you know, mail puppies and forget to put holes in the boxes. Like, they should be taking yeah. care of those. Right. Well, actually, that's a perfect segue into what this uh, Stamps pays for, which is actually the USPS. Not a lot of people know this, but mm. they make a sizable donation to the ASPCA every year, which goes directly towards funding neighborhood dogs to chase mailmen to make them go faster. <laughs> Oh, so this is all comes full circle. Yeah. Oh. It's productivity. So Sarah McLaughlin sings about something and it makes a difference. I see. It does. Yeah. That also uh, makes people cry, which helps seal envelopes with tears. It's true because tears is another uh, sealant for those envelopes. You get uh, the you get saliva, you get tape, uh, or mm-hmm. you get the tears you cry after you hear Sarah McLaughlin sing about sad uh, puppies. And let's be real. Those actors, those uh, animals on those ASPCA commercials, they're actors. They're actors. They're actors. Those are not real animals. No. No No animals actually look that sad. No. I'm just kidding. Okay, for everyone who, like, hate us right now, no, we love animals. (laughs) (laughs) No, those rescue the I'm glad they don't play those commercials anymore, though. Oh, my God. Wait, I see them all the time. Oh, wait. (laughs) That's right. I just, I actually haven't had cable TV for the last seven years. (laughs) Maybe that's why I don't see them. Oh my gosh, I see them all the time. Those Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Well, um, I like uh, I like that we figured out the postal system. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. That no one actually knows, but I, and we think they win in a fight. I mean, I feel like yeah. they, I feel like they would be they wouldn't care the most. I feel like either UPS or FedEx would play dirty. Well, they would be the strongest because they have the heaviest packages to deliver, oh. uh, with exception to the Amazon people. But I feel like the Amazon people just get their drones to help them out. I feel like Amazon people know way more about us than they let on. I feel like oh, they, yeah. I don't think they actually deliver. Uh, I Have you ever had the experience with... Like to our doors. Have you ever had the experience with an Amazon package? Like it comes way too quickly, or maybe it already like appears inside your home without you ever opening the door. Oh yeah, right. It's there before you even think about ordering it. Don't you think? Oh yeah. Don't you think they come through the computer? I think that it's um, they learn and they watch, and so Amazon is watching through your windows, and so and when you need to webcams. order something, they preemptively. Just charge your credit card, which they have also, and uh, that's right. Takes care of it. Which I mean, the only thing that I'll debunk that theory is that uh, they didn't send me toilet paper about a month ago, and I really could use some. Now, Jeff Bezos, how dare you? Mm-hmm. His last name is not a bunch of kisses. Nope. No, not at all. <laughs> But I mean, he he was gonna go with Jeff hugs, except I don't know what a hug is in Spanish. Um, abrazo, is that what it is? Isn't that isn't that like a like female lingerie? Hold on, brazo like brazos are like arms, and then like abrazo is like it's it is arms. You're right. Hold on, what is hug in Spanish? I should have asked Alexa. Darn it. Um. It's a brasso. How about yeah. that? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. I still like, but Jeff kisses is much better. Jeff kisses. Jeff yes. kisses. Oh, 
so cute. But uh, yeah, I think uh, the FedEx and UPS people are definitely stronger, like just muscle wise, because of what they have to lug around, and they drive bigger trucks. Like you ever seen those uh, the pictures of the delivery turf wars where it's like the same street and there's a UPS truck and a FedEx truck. And actually, in this case, the company you've never heard of, a DHL truck. It's a yellow truck. They have a red logo. You've never? Really? I don't think so. No. But maybe they don't deliver in your part of the country. I don't know. Maybe not. You know, the <laughs> southeast that we're all in. Um, let's see. DHL truck. I No, I don't. Uh, okay. That looks familiar. Okay. And now that I'm looking at this, that's humongous. That's a huge truck. Mm-hmm. Okay, who would win in a game of chicken? Because I'm thinking mm. they would win. It's a big truck. A UPS, like those brown boxes? No. Those couldn't take well, a front impact very well. Again, USPS. Those things are tanks. <laughs> Do you mean they the don't, tiny they little don't have, Yeah, they don't have a crumple <laughs> zone because they don't need one. <laughs> They're made of pure adamantium. Uh-huh. Pretty much. They, they, I think they legitimately they get like seven miles to the gallon. There, <laughs> you have to floor it to go thirty five, and it's Sounds they're made like of pure adamantium and mithril. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's something dwarven. That is the only thing that makes right. those up. Right. Wow. And they're in a way they're also like Shriner cars because you can fit more stuff in them than looks like physically should be able to. Like a clown, clown cars. car? <laughs> yeah, okay. Shriner cars are the little ones. Yeah, clown car. A Shriner car? What is a Shriner car? Man, you're just having to Google everything. Jeff Bezos is really building your profile today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested to know what what they what is going to it's pop up. A little up car that a guy with a Fez drives around. Oh, I see it. Oh, those are those are called Shriner cars. Oh, I just thought they were like little, like those little toys that you buy from Walmart and they just like put an engine in it. Oh, like Barbie's convertible? Yeah, man, I never had one of those when I was little. Nah. I always kind of wanted one. Those are I don't know. Like we always fun. had that that wealthy friend that had one and yeah. super jealous. Yeah. Did you have a big wheel? Uh, n- Yes. I actually don't remember, but I think so. That's the I, one you had to pedal yourself, right? Yeah, but you could do like the drift. You could oh, do like the Tokyo I didn't have the drift fancy thing. Drift Ooh. one. I never, I I never had one. Uh, my first like mobile uh, thing when I was young was a uh, razor scooter. Oh gosh, the shin destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> this. That's right, the ankle obliterator. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Those are fun though. I remember a, a friend that I used to. He had a unfinished basement and it was giant and so we'd scooter we'd scoot around in the basement and set up little jumps and we'd jump with the razor scooters and you felt so cool so cool yeah it's one of those things you imagine yourself on the commercial doing these really sick looking jump kicks and flips and then if you were to actually film it and look at it it's like that's really lame (laughs) you're getting four inches off the ground it's oh not even interesting (laughs) what color did you have uh silver i don't know is there colors I think there were different colors, um, and you tried not to have the same color as someone else. I know there was, like, blue and green. I think mine was just, like, like the handlebar little grip things. Mine was just oh. black, I think. Okay. I think. I don't remember, but, man, Razor scooters are the best. Man, yeah. we used to scoot all over the place. You never realize, though, until you actually start scooting how not only, like, how much they hurt when they hit your shins, but, mm-hmm. like how much work it actually was and how 
you could probably jog faster. Oh, yeah. And how impossible they are to stop. I mean, literally, you're slamming <laughs> on the rear window or the, the rear wheel. Sorry. How many times did you slam your foot on the back of it and then hurdle yourself <laughs> over the handlebars? Right. Yeah. I'd just be glad there wasn't a front brake because, I mean, that oh. you met, that's where like 90% of the stopping power on two wheel vehicles are is right. the front. Right. So if they had that for kids, there would just be nothing but head injuries. And because <laughs> how many of us actually wore helmets when we were scooting? Uh, nobody. Like scooting accident. Did you show up at the ER with? I got in a scooting accident. I know some people who have gotten into scooting accidents, but uh, right. You know, <laughs> but that was in the <laughs> fountains and such. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Don't want to scoot into a fountain. No, at Be least careful. that would uh, soften the landing a little bit. It um, would. <laughs> oh, this makes me think of all of those commercials during we were kids, the 90s commercials of toys that I'm assuming they still did the same way, but they made everything look so cool. Like they, it would be these action figures. And I mean, you'd only get the action figure, but they would have oh, yeah. these elaborate sets. If okay yeah you're right if you and everything which was music okay. like where's my heavy guitar rock music in the background when i'm playing with my action figure oh uh, i know right like where are my when i'm playing the uh what is it the little crossfire game where's crossfire. my awesome, crossfire where is my uh yeah my super heavy uh rock guitar background and why don't why doesn't time go into slow motion when they collide? Because uh, <laughs> if you think about it, that's what's really cool is slow motion. In reality, the car's hit is... <laughs> okay, so hold on. The Crossfire game from the 90s. That was a game, right? Crossfire uh, from Hasbro. Yeah. Okay, so... but Hold on. For some reason, I always thought it had to do with cars. Do you remember what the theme well, song had... sounded like other than Crossfire? Okay, I'm that, playing that's, That was it. Oh, that's right. The game was different, but they did have like a Crossfire with, with Hasbro, with uh, Hot Wheels. Right? Um, crisscross Crash. That's what that one was. Oh, that was so cool. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm like listening to the theme. Okay, so listen to the theme. If you go on YouTube and listen to it, I... It's got to be public domain, right? Um, uh, sure. Okay, so we've got, okay. Let's post the theme in here and just listen to just a second of it. Crossfire, you get caught up in the crossfire. Okay, does it not sound? I can never understand them. Does it not sound like they're saying you'll get caught up in love? That's what it sounds like. They're saying like, you'll get caught up in love. That's what I always thought they were saying. And I was like, what does Wait, love? Here, let me listen. What Let's does see. love have to do with this game? <laughs> huh. I, yeah. What are they saying? I don't know. You'll get caught up in love. That's what this is. This is. <laughs> yeah. a, this I think is, that's it. Yeah. You'll get caught up in love. Wait a minute. Like crossfire. You Hold will on. wear These, an old glove. <laughs> like I have never understood that commercial. Um, like. <laughs> that's what they're saying i just listened to it like five times it's clearly what they're saying and then that kid like he banishes him when he destroys him to a fiery place that is oh yeah terrible it's intense <laughs> like yeah. that is 
I have always like wondered what they say for Crossfire. So I'm glad it's not. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that is a very ambiguous phrase and why they say Crossfire. You'll get caught up in love. What? <laughs> what? What is this a commentary on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. I don't know. I, I just, it's like a expectation versus reality. The expectation is the commercial and the reality is you're just sitting in dead silence in your friend's living room while mom's like in the kitchen, you know, making a casserole and you're just like, you want to play something else now? <laughs> I, should, I just really want to know who came up with the theme. That's just, I just, I really want to know. It's so awesome to me. Um, so if you had to, uh, to pick your favorite 90s like game or your favorite 90s toy what would it be oh uh, gosh i can't just pull that out of thin air i'd have to think about it okay um do you have one in mind uh for like 90 okay so if i look up like classic 90s and well we already kind of said like the uh the scooters like th- those yeah. i loved which that actually went into early 2000s as well Okay, so did you... Okay, Game Boys, by far, of course. Well, classic, of, yeah. Of course. Um, okay, so I think... Although, going back, some of the games, uh, early Game Boy games, were just t- completely awful. Like, uh, how did those pass as a game? Tetris is a is one that lasts forever. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like, that one's good. Um, let's see, what other games for Game What's a terrible one? Well, for instance, when I got my Game Boy... My sister also got a Game Boy. We both okay. got them at the same time. It was a road trip. Sweet. And she got Super Mario Brothers 2, I think. Cool. I got Home Alone Lost in New York City, <laughs> which was a disaster of a game. Wait, <laughs> I remember playing you that You walk game. around the hotel. Do you remember lo- vacuum cleaners? On the <laughs> yes, and vac- uh, sentient <laughs> vacuum cleaners <laughs> attacked you. I remember that. Oh my gosh. I remember bouncing on the couches and avoiding the vacuum cleaners and it being Mm -hmm. impossible because you never knew what to actually do. I don't think I ever got past the first level. Maybe the (laughs) first level and then you jump out and get taken by Marv and Harry and then I don't remember anything past that. I see. My first Game Boy game was... Maybe this is where it came from. My favorite Game Boy... Or my first Game Boy game. Yeah, it was Link's Awakening. Oh, well that's a good one. But, okay, hold on. I was, like, eight. Okay. Okay, I could So it was later in the Game Boy's life. Um, I think so, because I, you know, I got the um, the original, yeah, the original Game Boy, and uh, that one and Tetris were the only two games I had. Oh, my gosh. I just remember Link's Awakening being impossible. I could, well, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have, like, the cognitive... <laughs> puzzle solving skill to do anything so i'd like find my way into caves and then die because i mm-hmm. never could find like the sword i just can't it was impossible there are too All many right. puzzles for that age well um, and let's be real too uh kids these days take for granted backlit devices oh that original game boy know not the backlit so if you wanted to even have a chance of playing it at night either you would have to wait in the car for street lamps to shine through the window. And <laughs> I remember the that. Or right. you had what I had, which was one of those abomination attachments that went over the top. It there was, was a magnifying glass humongous. and a lamp that was like four AAA or AA batteries. <laughs> Died in three hours. It was a behemoth, but that's was, all you could do. Huge. I had that. Okay, so Game Boy aside, 
uh, two games that I specifically remember from the 90s. Um, or not games, but like, uh, or one game. Do you remember Bop It? Oh, yes. Uh, did you have the Bop It? What about, uh, we had, uh, we had no. Bop It Extreme. Friends had Bop It. We had to oh. skip it. Oh, uh, speaking of ankle destroyers. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. The, the thing that shows you how little coordination you actually have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's impossible. So we had Bop It. That was actually really fun. Um, I never played it's, with uh, friends though, because I think we just get mad at each other. Well, it's and an then, anxiety inducing. Oh gosh. It's a, hot, it's a hot potato basically. It's true. It's like, yeah, that it's the dance equivalent of crumping anxiety and disaster all mm-hmm. rolled together. Um, and then of course the other, uh, is the Furby. Oh God. Oh my gosh. The Furby. Do you remember Furby? Uh, how could I forget? My we never had, had one, a Furby. Luckily. Oh, my sister oh, had gosh. a Furby. My favorite thing to do was to take it and turn it upside down so that it would scream and <laughs> just like, I go, should I be concerned? Ah, ah. It was just, that's all it would do. But then, and my sister was so angry with it because, you know, you were supposed to be able to teach it things and tickle it and play with it because it's supposed to, you know, like learn because mm-hmm. I guess that's its attempt at going sentient. And, I just remember it would never wake up. It was always asleep. It was like the narcoleptic Furby. Yeah, that's the one you had. And yeah, I would just turn it over and it'd scream and then like turn it back over (laughs) and it's like, me no likey. And I'm like, do you blame it? You were torturing the thing. (laughs) I just just, like, wake up so I can like poke you in the belly because you're supposed to laugh. And it goes, me go night night. (gasps) And then it goes to sleep and I'm like, so... You're always going to be... So that thing slept more than a cat. Like, it yeah. I, it never was awake. So, of course, the batteries lasted forever because it was never awake. Well, the Furby. the toy that I had that taught kids how to either take care of pets or destroy them was the Tamagotchi. <laughs> I, okay, tell me about your Tamagotchi. Well, uh... How many did you... Fact, <laughs> how many did I kill? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yeah. I just made mine really fat. That's all I did. I just fed it a bunch... <laughs> I thought it would make it happy, and then apparently <laughs> that's not what happens. Oh, wait, wait, you don't overfeed fe- pets until they can no longer <laughs> use their legs and roll them around like a ball? You don't right. do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was a good life lesson to learn, I suppose. I guess so. I I never had a Tamagotchi, but I think I had the, <laughs> the cheap version. But I had like the Disney version where it was one of the little aliens from Toy Story. Oh, nice. And um, you had to keep it alive. So, like, you picked it out with the claw, but I could never... It was, like, too much responsibility to, like, play with it and feed it and... No. So, it just... I don't know. That sends a really terrible message for Disney. Like, did they die? Did they disintegrate? Like, did I mean, I... they're squeaky toys, so... Did the dog get them? Like, what actually happened to them? I don't know. They went away, though. They lived happily ever after. That's what happens with Disney They were stuff. chosen... Yes. They were chosen. Oh, the 90s. What a great time that we grew up in. No, I just, Uh, I I reminisce about, you know, staying up late, which was like 10 p.m., and playing Donkey Kong Country on the SNES and having like Hershey's chocolate milkshakes with the syrup and milk because I never get to have that at home. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So good. And then eating like junky cereal like Cocoa Puffs. 
at like 11 p.m. I, I never had Go-Go Puffs. I did like Cookie Crisp, though. That was my favorite. Also good, yes. Also and also good. still around, of course, all these cereals. Oh, I feel yes. like, here's the thing with cereals. We always get new ones, but the old ones never go away. So that's why we have an entire aisle of cereal. Oh my gosh, there's so many kinds. I mean, they could all be condensed down to like three kinds. Like sugar balls, cook like chocolate in mm. some form, and bland tasting you know, old skin cells, AKA frosted flakes. And that could be, that could be the only kinds. Right. But no, we have to have 14,000 different kinds. Every time I go, there's something new. I mean, uh, what will they think of next? Like breakfast sausage cereal. Okay. I'm pretty sure that general mills had like of a thousand, um, a thousand bomb cereals um before they not like real bombs but like actual like terrible cereals before they uh maybe it was in general mills maybe it was post or something um mm. there was it certainly like a, wasn't kellogg's because they're they're golden um right uh there was a bunch of cereals um on the planet that i, I can't remember maybe if i if i find it i'll uh do they have like a, like a flavored graveyard like Ben and Jerry's does? Yeah, they where... do. Like bombs. Um like and I think was it Quaker? I don't remember. Some some cereal company had one uh, so many bombs that they actually invented a cereal called Oops. Where is oops, that called? All berries. Because they it oh. like <laughs> Oops <laughs> cereal. Who is that by? Um Yeah, I know, but it wasn't Oops. It was like back in the 70s or something was it whoopsie was it whoopsie doodle um i don't remember man that's so sad that i don't remember it's in a book i read um oops cereal Hmm. so if you search uh oops cereal bomb you come up with some very interesting things anyway so Mm -hmm. that's just I remember those. Oh, cereals. I, I love cereals. Especially my favorite right now is Reese's Puffs. I love Reese's Puffs. Ooh. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, those are awesome. Mm. There was a cereal called Urkelos. Oh my gosh. Urkelos. Breakfast with Barbie. <laughs> Did that mean you have to buy all of his friends? Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. That's, you know. Oh, wow. You had to buy Ken's cereal to go with it. Oh, and then buy it a big mansion. Yep. Oh. Well, as we're sitting here thinking about uh, cereals, that's making me hungry. So I might go eat some cereal now. Mm. I uh, yeah. Actually, I have like five boxes of cereal unopened because I kind of stocked up for a little bit. Not oh, yeah. hoard, stocked up over time. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, well, at least you're getting your fiber. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, that sounds good. I mean, do you want to wrap up this episode there and you can go eat? Yeah, let's wrap up. We talked about a lot of different things and uh, mm-hmm. uh, provided insight on a lot of random topics. It was a real stream of consciousness. As these all are. That's right. And uh, we thank I'm, you for listening in. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening. And if you want to hear us talk about some topics, then uh, just let us know. Bye. Bye.